This is Willis White, former coach of the Salem Spartans, and this is Crunch Time. Studios of WPLY in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia. This is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Oh, welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby. And I, I'm telling, I'm getting better at that. You're getting I, better. I mean, I'm the only one saying that, but I really do right. feel like I'm getting better. You're getting better at it. I'll give you credit there. It takes a lot of self-talk on this show, Coach. You it, know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> All right, you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football show for Central and Southwest Virginia, and we are having fun in here. I'm telling you, some good football last night. I mean, some good football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my subject today is players make plays. Mm. Okay. Players make plays. So, you know... Uh, we had some big plays, some game-deciding plays last night. Uh, and these district races, I mean, they were all but decided last night. And we still got another game, but, you know, there was some, uh, definitely some uh, some big games happening, some big plays, and some some games that, that decided some things. So our Lynchburg game of the week was a Donnybrook. Wow. I'm telling you what, man. That was, that had, I was at the Heritage uh, EC Glass. That was my game. Okay. And it had that state championship feel to it. Sure. The crowds were excited. You know, when both sides think they're going to win, that makes for a great game. Whoa. And then when, whoa, we got all kinds of things happening in here. What in the world? <laughs> when when both sides think they're going to win, uh, you know, you're, you're, I'm telling you what, you're, you're looking at a good game. And both sides last night thought they had a good shot at winning this game with EC Glass and Heritage. And, Carl, you know it, it's all about the brown jug. It's all about the brown jug, and there's only one team with the brown jug right now. <laughs> They've and, had it for a little while, too. <laughs> and the head coach was running around with it last night after he won it. So, uh, but that, a lot of fun, a lot of energy. Uh, the crowds were just fantastic. The cheerleaders were great. The band was great. Uh, Dennis Carter was honored. You know, the sportscaster who's retiring from... SET, uh, what a great guy. Did you see his jersey last night? I did. I got a that picture of awesome. it. That is awesome. Did you see it? I did not. It's half and half. It's half heritage, half EC uh, glass. Yep. It's a good jersey. But then there are questions. Is he right-handed or left-handed? I mean, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> you <laughs> support your local the team. Number, that's you know. right. The number was 13, which is SET 13. So right. uh, very appropriate. But that was a lot of fun. But it, it was just a lot of excitement there. And, and the game matched it. Yes. I'm telling you what, the game was all over that uh, excitement there. And, uh, you know, we, we, had to, we had to work some overtime because the game went into overtime. Yeah. And I will tell you, we'll, we'll talk about it more here in a little bit, but um, it took them a long time for the coaches to, or for the uh, referee to hold his arms up that, that that last one was good. Okay. I mean, there was a lot of people on both sides going, what, is yeah. it good or not? You know, let's, let's see some a little uh, drama. Yeah, a little drama oh, to it. But that makes it fun. It does. Uh, and then we had, uh, you know, how about the the Blue Ridge battle for supremacy? Botetot outlasted Northside in another classic annual battle, fourteen to seven. I mean, this is good every year uh, when these two battle. And and you know, they might not be done. 
Uh, no, no. And this is one of these things that, you know, and I've, and I've caught a, a little grief this morning over the fact <laughs> of the EC Glass LB debate. Look, I still feel that EC Glass and Heritage, that Seminole District, is just a little bit better. You won't I just, give it up. I won't give it up, but I'm not going to give it up. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I want to thank the kids in Martinsburg, West Virginia, because that giant you've woken up in Salem, mm -mm -mm. Salem is just whopping everybody right now. And that's the thing that's getting me is that now we've got to worry about Salem in this mix. They, they beat a pretty good Hidden Valley team pretty good. I did not <laughs> think that Salem was going to roll into Hidden Valley like that and just take care of business and handle that, you know, that style of business. But I still think EC Glass is there. I really feel, and I know everybody's like, they are there, give yeah. it up, give it up. And I was like, no. They got beat by Heritage last night. Heritage is a good team. We know this. They've only got beat by Vance. I still feel that we have not heard the last of EC Glass. Coach Hanger Honor is what I call exactly. it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still feel just a little bit, and you know, and I know I know Jamie is sitting there going, Coach, why can't you give us a – I'm giving you all the credit in the world, Jamie. You have got a good team, and last night your big uglies proved that you have a good team yeah. because that offensive line, I'm telling you now, Carl, I can get 100 yards behind that uh -oh. offensive line. You know what I'm saying? That, those boys know how to play some football. Yeah. Hmm. And they are they are really good. And, boy, Rice and the guys running behind them, they get a lot of the, you know, they get a ton of the credit. And nothing against Rice and nothing against, what's the other Dylan guy? Wade. Uh, Dylan Wade. Yeah. Young but man came boy, in. But boy, well. that line, they, they can move you down the field quick. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really look good. You heard it here first. Coach is a thousand yard rusher behind that bottom title line this year. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm not sure Harless is gonna give him the ball that many times, but he If I can stay healthy. <laughs> you know. Oh, there it is. There's the qualifier. If yeah. I can stay healthy. What's yeah. the what's the phrase y'all use? Bowling ball with butcher knives. Yeah. That's me. He's a rolling ball of butcher knives. That's coach right there. He's kind of that way in the studio, too. you got to watch yourself in here. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's great. And I tell you, the other game, uh, another game that really caught my eye, Floyd County. Yeah. 14-12 to 12 over Radford. You got I'm telling you, I, you know, I had a feeling about that one just because you got Coach Beal up there who's, you know, won some close games, lost some close games this year. He had a lot of talent up there. I just wasn't sure Floyd County could stop Radford. Right. Uh, with those big running backs they have, and and they they certainly did uh, held them to just twelve points. So, uh, so anyways, uh, that that one shakes up the Three Rivers district. It does. I mean, you know, Glenver's back in the mix now because you know Glenver and Radford only have one loss. Right. So, but anyways, uh, we're going to talk about all that stuff. A lot of fun, uh, you know. And as as they say, you know, we're crowdsourcing in here. I, mean, I don't know if I can use that, but uh, so. In this studio with me today, due north, Coach Randy Leftwich, you heard him earlier, you know, the EC Glass hanger honor. Right. Uh, <laughs> apologist, I don't know what you call no, that. I'm not apologizing for nobody. Okay. I'm just saying, I still feel that EC Glass. They are a good team. They are an extremely good team, Well, and as is Heritage. Yeah. I'm not taking anything away from either one of these teams last night. They're good teams. Well, I'm probably not giving the due respect to the other teams in the state, but it felt like we watched two state championship type teams play last night. Right. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if if both of them made it exactly. to the state championship. Now, EC Glass is going to have to go through Salem, which right. is not easy. Salem could certainly end up there again, and 
So there's a lot of obstacles. Right. Heritage has got to go through Botata. Botata could good rolling this year. Who knows? But right. uh, but they just felt like, you know, the way they were coached up. And and I will say, I get on my soapbox here a little bit. You know, Heritage and EC Glass, everybody wants to say they've got great athletes. And they do have great they athletes. Do. But those kids are coached up. Right. They are coached up. They are. Yeah, yeah. I, I will, I'll go on a limb here. If if uh, Coach Woody at EC Glass and Coach Bradley at Heritage, if they didn't have the type of athletes they have there, they'd still okay. win seventy five percent of their games. Sure, because they're disciplined, because yep. they they are coached up to where they know football, right? And they work as a team, right? And These they, are solid programs, absolutely. And you know, just like Northside last night with Lord Bolotot, Northside's a good program. Yes, I, I take nothing away from Northside. Northside has a solid program. Only issue I have with Northside is the amount of reliability they have put on Fisher. Right. Christian I'm Fisher. talking, yeah, every, <laughs> you know, just about every play last night, they're looking for this kid. And it's like, you've got other weapons there that you can use. The sure. Isaac Earl kid, you know, you can use Isaac. You can Sydney you, Webb, a quarterback. Exactly. You've got other weapons, but it looks like he's just their go-to guy. And we've talked about it. He's been hurt a lot during the season. If they're to take a a really hard injury on this kid, I don't know where Northside goes. I I just it's they're so they're relying on him so much, yeah. and it, it's a little scary. But it, I take nothing away from Northside last night. Northside came in, played a good game last night. Uh, you know, Fisher had more yards than Rice did. Last yeah. Night. So we you know we saw that, and it, it's just you know it's that old adage you know good teams find a way to win. Yeah, and, and they hang on, and they they find ways to win. Well, and and you know it's tempting. You know when you have a Christian Fisher type kid, huh, I mean, are are you not going to give him the ball as much as you can? I mean, you'd hate to lose right. and not not have him get his touches. Sure. Well, you know, I want to give him his touches, but I also want to spread that ball around a little bit because all it takes is one play, and that young man's no longer with you for the season or something like that, and then you're into a scheme that, you know, you need to you need to get that scheme down because you haven't ran it quite as much as you thought you that's that's what scares me because it was. It was it looked like last night that they would go to Earls and, you know, Earls would catch something and then the next three plays would be Fisher. Right. And you're going, Okay guys, let's let's move this ball around a little bit. Let's let's get it to some play because in my mind, if I'm on the defense, I'm thinking the ball's going to Fisher all the time, so I'm heavy on Fisher. Right. And but look, Fisher handles the pressure because that kid had what 200 yards last night. Yeah, 200, 200 yards. Yeah. yeah. So you know he handles the pressure, but boy, I tell you what, if I'm rolling into the playoffs, I don't know if I find me a couple extra plays that doesn't have Fisher into the mix. Maybe as a decoy. As a decoy. Because I'm because right now his defense is boy they're honing in on Fisher. I thought Coach was going to say you know if they had EC Glass on the side of their helmets it might <laughs> yeah. help them. We tell you. <laughs> yeah. Come All on right. Now. All right. So next next to Coach over here is uh, you guessed it, Mister Beyond Common, Jimmy Whitaker, the keeper of CrunchMVP.com for great high school f- sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and New River Valley. CrunchMVP.com. Uh, Jimmy, how you doing, man? Doing good. Uh, finally, football weather's here, which I was looking forward to it, but I was a little chilly last night, I'll tell you that. Uh, I was at Salem last night. Nice. Yep, yeah. senior night for Salem, and 
uh, definitely uh, a nice way for the Salem seniors to go out. And um, it was a it was a it was a tough night for Hidden Valley. It wasn't what I thought. I thought it would be a better game than it was. But um, Salem, as as Coach said, they've uh, Martinsburg woke the giant. They're woke, and the woke giant was uh, very awake last night, especially on defense. Yeah. And they weren't letting Hidden Valley have anything. So um, it was a great a, a good night for Salem. We're going to talk about that a little bit more here in a second because Salem had some injuries, and I don't. I don't know if we if we know for sure if some of those guys came back, but uh, certainly uh, they had some injuries when they played Martinsburg. Not to be an apologist, a Salem apologist, but uh, certainly uh, you know that that makes a difference uh, when they have everybody in their full strength out there. Uh, all right, so you know last week or, or last night's week nine in terms of football season, we got one more week uh, of regular season. Uh, again, good action. Let's circle the campfire like we like to do this Saturday morning. Uh, get our our Saturday morning quarterback impressions going here, um, Coach. I you know let's talk some more. I, I don't want to get past these these big games, but uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about uh, uh, this Botetourt Northside game. I, I I really think that it's interesting that uh, what Harless had said was, hey, you know we played pretty good, but there's more play in us. I don't think we're where we need to be. Exactly, and that in. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see that Lord Botetot that I know Lord Botetot can be. Right. And that's why, you know, a lot of people are sitting there going, why are you so heavy on EC Glass? Why are you so heavy on, you know, the Seminole District? Because I'm seeing what these guys can be. Right. They're, they're going out there and they're putting a, you know, a hurting on you every week. And then last night, the two Titans get together and boy, they just wear each other out. Right. And you win by one point. On a two-point conversion at the at the end of the in ball game, time. I'm waiting on Jamie, and I know that sounds a little selfish. That sounds just wrong. I was sitting there going, "God, coach, what do we got to do to prove to you how good we are?" Right. You got to show me. You get. You've got to just. You got to handle your business. It's kind of like I'm waiting for somebody to wake that giant that we're watching in Salem right now. Right. Martinsburg come in and just they. They woke up that giant. But but I will still say, even we're talking about Jamie, you're wanting him to show you, he's still undefeated. He is. So I know he, he may not show you what you want, but right. he is still an Coach undefeated Harless team. Harless about a tie. Jamie yeah. Harless is who we're he, talking about. He shows me every week how good this team is, but I guess I just want to see that authority. I want to see that, you know, and yesterday when we were talking with Justin Dittmore, and it's the old Ric Flair adage, you know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And Jamie's the man. There's no way around it. Jamie is the man. But I want him to handle it like Ric Flair a little bit. <laughs> I want him to get out there and just put a beating on you and improve, hey, we're the best. I, I believe Jamie Harless would give Ric Flair quite, <laughs> quite a round in the ring. I'm just saying. <laughs> Run for his money. <laughs> yeah. But that's what that's what I'm looking for out of Lord Bonitot because I know, and look, they've had their injuries They've had their setbacks a little bit here, and they're starting to they're starting to get better, and they're starting to get well when they need to get well. And that's a playoff time, yeah, and that's key right now. And with Rice, Rice is putting this team on his back. He is starting to look like the old Rice that we know. And I'm talking, I felt sorry for a kid last night at Northside. I, he was holding on Rice's jersey for dear life, and Rice was just dragging him down the field. And wow. it was like, buddy, 
just let go of the jersey. He's not going down. I think Coach Harless has a drill where they let Rice pull the whole team down the yeah, field. Yeah, it's, like it's ridiculous to watch these young kids <laughs> hold on. And I'm just let go. Just and let Coach, go. I, I told Carl, I, I just forget that Rice is only a junior. Exactly. I mean, when he takes off his helmet, he does not look like a junior. No. He he just he's looks he's like a... He's got that grown man look. Yeah, I don't does. know what that spray is over at Bottom Top, but it's, <laughs> it's got that grown man look. <laughs> he's got that look. But it it's one of these things that, and again, I love Jamie. And it, I, but I'm just, I'm, I want to see that authority from Lord Botetot that, you know, look, they had a tough game with Franklin County. They had a tough game here with Northside. Just show me some of that authority. Just, just you know, come into these games and go, look, we're just going to take it out on you. And, again, let's wake that giant up. You know, my daughter and I always talk about, you know, when somebody says something and then they say, but, forget everything that was said before right. the but. but you know. <laughs> because after the but is what they really want to say. <laughs> uh, but but I, I think Jimmy makes a great point. Uh, if you're just looking at W's, Botetot's got them all. They got them. And they've learned how to win. At the thing that's the thing that's interesting about Botetot to me is they, they win ugly. They do. And when you win ugly and people get film on you in the playoffs or whatever, they say, I don't see a lot here. I think we can beat them. They're big. They're, they're, right. they're plotters. They, you know, they do some things. But, you know, they're beating everybody by a touchdown, by a couple points here and there. And those are the toughest teams to play. Sure. Because they lull you into thinking right. that you're going to go and run all over them. Well, guess what? Uh, Bluefield, West Virginia couldn't do it. Yep. You know, I mean, uh, you know, Blacksburg couldn't do it. Right. Uh, you know, they, 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 there's a lot of good teams that have tried Botetourt this year. Franklin County's a pretty darn good team. Sure. They couldn't get it done. Right. Uh, they just kind of pull you back into their style of play. Yeah. And their style of play is, hey, we might give you a touchdown. Maybe two. Right. But we're going to score two or three. Yep. And, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, who can make a place at the end. Clearly, look, these guys are not <laughs> these guys are not caviar guys. These guys are meat and potato men, plain and simple. And like you said, they sometimes winning looks very ugly for them. Right. But at the end of the day, Jimmy's right. They got all the wins, and they're sitting on top right now. They're on top of that mountain. And, boy, they defend that mountain very well. We're going to have to bring Jimmy back down. I mean, Jimmy's been right a lot this morning. Well, no, We're no, going to no. get him well, trouble getting him out of the studio. And I, I'll step out one more time just to say, you know, we don't want to look past Northside Steel. Yes. I mean, yes. this was a, yep. a great test for them. And, you know, I, I think there were times where... Uh, Northside could have made a difference and, and the outcome would have been different. So I, I still say we don't look past the Vikings. Yeah. Right. And, and I, you know, again, the the other big game, the game that I was at, uh, again, Heritage and EC Glass, um, you know, it, it's it's funny that those, both those teams are who you think they, who you think they were. Sure. Um, you know, Glass just could not get Sean Kendrick free. Okay. Um, they They run a they run a dive play where it's a read, and uh, uh, Kendrick's looking at the defensive end to see if he's going to take the, the the running back on the dive call. And if, if the defensive end pushes in, if he pinches, uh, Kendrick keeps it, and he's around the corner. But but Heritage had an answer for that. They, their defense was much more spread out. They really res- respected Kendrick all night long. They acted like even when he handed the ball off, he still had it. Somebody was spying him all night long, and they really just didn't let him get away. Even with that, he still made plays. Right. Um, at the uh, 
you know, at the uh, the the at the end of the game in overtime when they were uh, going uh, for the touchdowns, uh, Glass fumbled. Glass yeah. actually on on their third down play, they fumbled. I mean, he uh, you know, uh, Craighead went through the middle line and got smacked, and he dropped right. the ball. Kendrick picked it up and danced, and I mean they. He picked the ball up and went around the end, and nobody was going to catch him. He is so explosive. Sure. And the problem with that is EC Glass kind of celebrated like they'd won it all. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, you know, Heritage came right back at the end, and they gave it to Vaughn three straight times. That big guy, I mean, you know, you better build a wall and a ditch and have a helicopter ready to pull him out of there because he's hard to get on the ground. Right, and then they they did the same thing uh, for the two point conversion. And give Bradley credit; oh. he rolled the dice. He said, mm. "We're not kicking an extra point." No, that's that's what I was going to ask, yeah. Carl. Were you surprised? No, no, no not <laughs> at all. <laughs> not with Coach Bradley. And no. I wouldn't been I wouldn't have been surprised if it had been reversed. So that coin yep. toss for overtime was really important, right? Because Glass got it first. If it would have been reversed. Coach Woody would have went for two. I guarantee you he would have put the ball in Drayshawn Kendrick's hands, mm. and it could have been a reverse script. Right. But both those guys, that's part of what those coaches bring to those games is they're, you know, they're going to roll the dice. They're going to, you know, they're going to do some things. So. But, you know, a big shout-out to, uh, was it Coach Bradley last night got his 200th win? Yes. Yeah, big shout-out to Coach Bradley. These are gentlemen that we're watching with Woody and, and Bradley. They're they're legends. They're going to be legends of this sport to where we do our legend series, you know, talking to the coaches, Carl does. Uh, you're going to sit down and talk to these two men one day because they are, they're going to be legends of this game. This gentleman's got 200 victories. Mm. Yeah, and Carl, let me ask you, do you think, is there anything in that brown jug at all? Well, the way Coach Bradley <laughs> was running around... I think maybe he had a little snip of it because I'd have liked to congratulate Coach Bradley on his 200th win, but I couldn't have caught him if I wanted to. Right. That man is full of energy, and he is all over the place, and he enjoys himself, and his kids really enjoy him. And, and he and Coach Woody are great friends. Yeah. They respect each other uh, immensely. Uh, but when Coach Bradley wins, everybody in the county knows it because he, he has a good time. Yeah. And the moon always shines over Lynchburg. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's the way you look at it. Okay. But no, this is, you know, this is a game, and I love these games because I sat the other night and I watched the, the last year's, 2018. These are games that just go down in history. And you just, you look at these little brown jug games year after year after year. They're dogfights. And I heard one of the players last night sit there and say, look, we're seniors, we're juniors, we're getting ready to leave here, but the youngsters that are coming up behind us, they're learning how to play in this game, and when they play in this game, it's a dog. They're handing down the tradition. You got it, and it's no easy, there are no easy games where that little brown jug's concerned. Well, and they're both city teams, so it's, it's like they know each other so well. Right. These kids, I mean, they, they grew up together, so it's, it's almost like it's almost like on the playground, just shirts and skins are splitting up sure. you know, the same group into two teams. Right. That's how close these guys are. That's why it's so special. You got it. All right, we got a great show today. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be listening to uh, Coach uh, Jeff Heifel from uh, Bird on the Haley Has It for Less Haley Toyota Crunch Time Legends of the Game uh, show or portion. That that'll be awesome. Uh, we're gonna chat at the game some more. We're, don't miss our Jimmy thing. Uh, five things you need to know about high school football this week. We're gonna do that. The Grade Eight poll. 
And then, Jimmy, uh, quickly, give us the rundown of tonight, uh, Friday night's games. Okay, here we go. Uh, Rona Catholic, 60. Nansman Suffolk, 40. Perry McClure, 35. Eastern Montgomery, 12. Covington, 47. Craig County, 12. Narrows, 47. Bath County, 0. George Wythe, 56. Grayson County, 27. Auburn, 34. Hurley, 14. Glenver, 42. Giles, 21. Floyd County, 14. Radford, 12. Gretna, 35. Dan River, 7. Carroll County, 40. Allegheny, 7. Tunstall, 12. Martinsville, 7. William Bird, 42. Stanton River, 0. Lord Botatop, 14. Northside, 7. Rustburg, 38. Liberty Bedford, 20. Salem, 56. Hidden Valley, 13. Patrick County, 27. Halifax County, 7. Magna Vista, 28. GW Damble, 14. Pulaski County, 27. Patrick Henry, 10. Franklin County, 21. William Fleming, 14. Again, that's an overtime. Graham, 50. Fort Chiswell, 60. Heritage, 15. EC Glass, 14. For the Brown Jug, that too in overtime. Christiansburg, 37. Cave Spring, 21. Jefferson Forest, 43. Brookville, 14. Appomattox County, 48. William County, 12. Liberty Christian, 45. Amherst County, 7. And lastly, Chatham, 35. Alta Vista, 34. Great job, Jimmy. All right, we need to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to Crunch Time on WPOY. event of the year and help the American Cancer Society, then mark your calendar for the first annual Roanoke Cattle Barons Ball at Braylock on November 16th, presented by Haley Toyota. Enjoy live and silent auctions, libations, dancing, and live country music from local talent Fuzzy Logic and Jake Dodds from Nashville. It's for a great cause and it's a barrel of fun. Join us as a sponsor or as a guest. Tickets are still available while they last. You won't want to miss this. For details, go to RoanokeCattleBaronsBall.org. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams. And regardless, if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. 
The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. to crunch time everybody thank you so much for tuning in with us we love high school football love high school sports we're just talking about football right now and uh you know a lot going on i i you know i'm i'm still so fired up about these games last night i you know i want to make sure that we're talking about and crediting uh, some of these young men that that really made a difference we talk about the same guys a lot of times over and over again um but um this floyd county game this 14 to 12 win over radford uh, tyler fenton uh, the receiver for the Buffaloes, seven receptions, 186 yards, and two TDs. That's where they got their two scores from. Right. And Avery Chafin was on the other end of that, of that the quarterback for, for the Buffs, uh, and throwing it all over the place. And I tell you, uh, and, you know, the Buffaloes are a team you got to watch because they've got athletes. And uh, Radford found that out last night. But uh, the thing that surprised me, as I alluded to earlier, was uh, their defense to be able to hold Radford to just two scores. And, uh, you know, uh, certainly, um, you know, uh, Connor Litton was our player of the week last week for Radford. He had a, had a tough night the other night. You sure. Know, he uh, just missed a field goal uh, early in the game that, that would have gave him uh, three points, obviously. And then uh, an extra point got away from him. And, and that's what right. forced... Uh, really, Radford to go, have to go for two at the end, and and then a bad snap over the you know they were running a wildcat and a bad snap over uh, the running back's head over uh, Jarrell Baylor, uh, and and uh, you know that's that's how the game ended up. Um, but I tell you, you know uh, these games are not played on paper. No, these games no. are played on the field. So it's you know everybody wants to you know crown the the champions at the beginning of the year sure. based on you know, who's on the roster, and, and right. that's what's fun. Right. Well, and you look at Fenton. You know, this is a kid that's a senior. Yeah. Probably had one of the best nights of his career. And, you know, you got to remember, a lot of these kids are not going on to the next level. So it's these games right here that from years from now, when you're yes. sitting there with your kids and your grandchildren, and you're going, oh, grand, let me tell you, granddad had two touchdowns one night. And just ran all over, you know, Radford. It might be four touchdowns by the time he becomes a great <laughs> Exactly, <dad. laughs> you know. That night I had eight touchdowns and, you know, carried the whole team on my back into the end zone for one. But it, it, these are the games that you love to see these kids have. And Fenton's a senior. Yep. What, a, what a way to close his career out here with Floyd County and to get this win. And like you say, the Buffaloes, they're a pretty good team. And, you know, and you look at what they're doing and... You know, just a solid team all the way around. Yeah, and I was going to say one of the one of the comments that Fenton made was, and and it alludes to what you were saying is that uh, it's one of the most incredible experiences ever. So I mean, wow, that's yeah, you, what you're saying, Coach, is very true. It, it, it's a life changing event for this young yeah. man. This young, let me tell you, when this young man walks into that school on Monday, his head's going to be a little higher. He's going to have that sense of look what I did this weekend. I did something good this weekend. Yeah. And it's one of the, you know, they're going to pat him on his back and, you know, 
his buddies are going to be his buddies a little bit stronger this week. <laughs> and it's one of those things that this is a good game for this kid. Well, let's not forget, too, he didn't throw it and catch it. I mean, Avery Chafin <laughs> on the other end was getting it to him. Oh, no. Nobody's looking at Avery right now. We're all, you know, they're I'm looking, looking at, at Avery. Fenton. I know. But I got you, Avery. You know, but Fenton, these are the ones, you know, Avery has those good games every week. But yeah. Fenton had a solid game, and let's give nice. this young man credit. Hey, the other thing, too, that's really interesting is, you know, Floyd County, uh, in, in Region 2C, I mean, they were down, you know, they take the top eight, and they're right on the bubble there, right on the yeah. line. And uh, they just beat the number one team in yep. two, Region 2C. So, you know, I'm thinking, uh, you know, Dan River's above them. There's a few, Nelson County's above them. There, there's a few teams above them that uh, probably are going to drop. Sure. So uh, that, that win might propel them higher up into the playoffs as well. Well, they're off next Friday as well. That's right. So that kind of, you know, this was a good win right. at a good time. That's right. Get get healthy. Get you healed got up. Uh, all right. So the Botetot Northside game, again, uh, you know, 14 to nothing in the third quarter, Botetot, their defense was smothering. Yeah. Uh, but I want to call out this Bray Farrell uh, made two interceptions on the night. He did. Um, big interceptions. You know, one uh, turned away a potential scoring drive for, for Northside. Um, and then, you know, he had one later in the game. So, uh, you know, for a defensive back to get two picks like that, uh, you got to have mad skills. Uh, you know, right. that, those balls uh, back there are not just thrown to you most of the time. You've got to step up. And I think he made a comment where he, you know, he, he jumped a, a slant route. Uh, you know, so, you know, these guys, uh, depending on what, whether they're playing man-to-man or, or, or zone, Right. Um, you know, they, they've got responsibilities. And when they read a route, and then obviously there's pressure on the quarterback a lot of times because they sure. were running Sidney Webb out of that pocket a lot, yeah. which makes it tough on the freshman. Uh, but when you jump a route, you're taking a chance. You know, if, if he pump fakes, that guy might be behind you scoring a touchdown. But, you know, let's let's give a little call out to Bray Farrell here. Well, now, Farrell missed the first, you know, two That's games right. to injuries. And this was one of the group that we sat there and we really didn't know what Northside had at the beginning of the season because the coach made the comment. He said, look, you know, we're playing down because we've got a couple people hurt. Right. Farrell didn't get his first interception until last week against Franklin County. This, this again, you're starting to watch these kids step up. And that's like we were saying with Jamie, you know, Jamie's starting to put everything together now right his injuries are a little bit behind him he's starting to put it together to where this train that had already been running at full steam is getting a little faster it's getting yeah. a little faster and here comes lord bolotai going into these playoffs and you need this feral kid to start stepping up start picking some of these balls out of the air because let me tell you it's going to set it's going to change the whole dynamic of that defense well and i think it's uh you know it's interesting you know hunter rice 32 carries, 177 yards, uh, both touchdowns. I mean, yeah. we talked about Christian Fisher for Northside, 28 carries, 203 yards and a touchdown. I mean, with one wing, that, that kid, they, they popped his his shoulders back in a couple times during the game. So, you know, I don't know if you've ever had that injury, but, uh, you know, m most of us would have, uh, you know, wanted to be put in the back of a squad and, and taken to the emergency room. So, you know, tough kids uh, and and – you know, Rice really got the big defensive play on a deflection right. late in the game. He did. So he does it on defense as well. So, anyways, just all that to say, uh, there's a lot of other guys making plays out there. We don't call out the 
the big boys on the line enough because it's hard to, unless you're at the game and you're really watching their one-on-one uh, responsibilities on the line, it's tough. But, you know, we know um, that a lot of this game was decided right there on the in the trenches. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a comment here and understand how I make this comment. Uh-oh. The officials. When you have offsetting penalties, why even throw those flags? I'm talking last night in this ball game. It, it was so irritating to watch four and five minutes go by on plays that are offsetting. It just you know, if it's if it's one person that has caused a penalty, you can see the coaches getting frustrated with the officials because of the offsetting penalties. You got to call the you got to make your calls. Then you got to go to each coach and you got to tell each coach what has happened. The officials are driving me crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking just just make your call. If it's against one team, you know, from what we understand and Chuck Baker said it best last night, you know, a penalty is supposed to be an advantage. Some but something has happened to where that team, you know, a face mask or something. Right. It, it's supposed to be on the one team. But this calling both teams and nothing's getting done. The ball doesn't even move, but you've taken five minutes. Come on. And we watched this so much last night in these ball games. I just want these officials. I'm So Coach doesn't want officials at high school football anymore. Is that No, what? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do. But when it comes to these offsetting penalties, yeah. it, it's such a nightmare to watch these because some of these these guys are getting into this, you know, they're moving this ball, moving this ball. So Next are, thing you know. Are you are you talking about uh, where they there's a you know a skirmish or something and then you just call it on both sides? They call it on both sides. Yeah, yeah. They do that offsetting penalty to where it benefits absolutely nobody. Yeah, you know, just grab your coach and tell your coach, hey guys, your guys are getting a little mouthy. They're getting a little. But we had several plays last night that they called these offsetting penalties. Nothing. Right. And you're going, wow, what you know? How much time are you taking out of these ball games? What? What happened to the olden days where the second guy got caught and penalized, and then the first guy was like, hey, I got away with something. Exactly. But then somebody felt punished to where they're like, hey, you know. Right. I mean, so the ball moved one way or the other. You know, we watched it last night, and, you know, Tim Kelly on Facebook says, the zebras, put them back in the zoo. <laughs> you know, it, it was really bad last night to watch these guys call some of these plays. And you're going, it did absolutely nothing for this ball game, but kill five minutes of us sitting here trying to figure out what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and, and I will just say, being at the Salem-Hidden Valley game, uh, the officiating was very good. So, I mean, you know, very of course nice. they didn't have yeah. as... So, I, I have to... I want to weigh the scales. No, I'm no. a Libra coach, so <laughs> I'm always trying to weigh that. <laughs> I understand. There are good officials. There are bad officials. But I'm just saying... We these these officials last night at this ball game with Lord Bonitat and Northside, I think could have called that game a little better last yeah. night. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you uh, uh, obviously we knew that was going to be a heated battle. We knew yeah. that these, the, you know, the kids were going to get after each other jaw a little bit. So, you know, I think there was some expectation that there would be some flags thrown just right. to kind of try to keep these kids under control. Sure. Um, all right. So uh, quickly, the Heritage Glass game again. Um, you know, KJ Vaughn. Uh, scored, uh, um, or actually he scored the deciding two-pointer and the, and the touchdown in overtime. Um, but the, the, the first touchdown uh, for Heritage happened in the first quarter. I'm trying to remember who actually scored that one. I don't know. It was KJ. Yeah. KJ bowled his way in for that. And then in the, uh, at the end of the first quarter, uh, EC Glass 
uh, scored. But, you know, both teams had a touchdown called back. They did. Uh, both teams had a touchdown pass called back. So, again, the flags were flying out there. Yeah. But, you know, this game seemed to be well in, under control. Uh, the only issue I had, and, and, you know, they had to take their time and get it right, was when the, the two-pointer at the end of the game for the win, they took a lot of time deciding whether he was in or not. Okay. Uh, from our vantage point, it looked like he was in all the way. But the kids are just, you know, half of them are celebrating, half of them are, like, pointing the other way. And right. it, it was just, uh, you know, but but I, I think they got it right at the at the end. Um, but, but again, um, you know, in that game, uh, the glass kicker, Tyler Garrett, missed a 20-yard field goal. Uh, in the third quarter, and he doesn't hardly ever miss, but he right. just yanked it left a little bit. So, again, you know, you have things happen in these big games that don't sure. typically happen. Well, and, the, and again, this is the time of the year when you've got to get these plays, and you know, taken care of. you got to have these penalties. You can't have them. Yeah. Can't have these, you know, two scores went off the board last night because of that. Yeah. And then the kick being missed, you know, hey, got to get your kickers kicking. they got to be able to hit these because guess what? Games are going to be decided by that field goal, one, two point, and we're starting to see that now. Absolutely. So you got to be ready. Um, some other scores real quick. Pulaski County uh, beat Patrick Henry 27-10 in a, in a big game. Jefferson Forest rolled Brookville 43-14. Jefferson Forest is running that bone again. Watch out. There you I'm go. I'm telling you what, Cupid running out of that wishbone, right. he is a load, and they they know that offense, and so they, they seem to have gotten back on tracks. Magna Vista beat GW Danville 28-14. There you go. There's a little surprise there. Uh, Chatham came all the way back and beat Alta Vista 35-34. Alta Vista was up big in that game, and somehow Chatham came back. Ronan Catholic 60-40 to over Nansom and Suffolk. Uh, wow. So there's just some scores. we got to go to a break, and then we're going to come back with our Haley Toyota legend Legends of the Game. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. 
Want to be part of the biggest event of the year and help the American Cancer Society? Then mark your calendar for the first annual Roanoke Cattle Barons Ball at Braylock on November 16th, presented by Haley Toyota. Enjoy live and silent auctions, libations, dancing, and live country music from local talent Fuzzy Logic and Jake Dodds from Nashville. It's for a great cause and it's a barrel of fun. Join us as a sponsor or as a guest. Tickets are still available while they last. You won't want to miss this. For details, go to RoanokeCattleBaronsBall.org. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time. One of my favorite parts of the show, Haley Toyota Legendary Coaches and Players segment. Today, we're going back and we're going to revisit an earlier interview uh, this year with Coach Jeff Heifel, legendary William Bird coach and player on the Andrew Lewis football team. So take it away, Coach. I was captain of the high school basketball team my senior, so I went down to King, actually planned on playing basketball, and I went in, and several of the schools, the same ODAC schools, had recruited me for basketball right. and football both, so I, I, I went in thinking, I went in and met with the coach when I got down there early, and it just wasn't a real warm reception. Right. You know, just, nah, nah, you can if you don't. Know. And I had a senior, reason, one of the reasons I was at King, my, one of my older brothers, Matt, was a senior when I was a freshman. That's one of the reasons I decided to go there. Man, I looked around and said, well, where am I going to go? Okay, I'm right. King. So I went down there, and after the, the basketball coach sort of, you know, gave me a little bit cold shoulder. I said, well, shoot, I'll try a soccer team. So I went out for the soccer team. Ended up starting as a freshman. My sophomore year, they changed coach, and the new guy coming in sort of put me in charge of the defense. I became basically the defensive coach, and I had never seen a soccer team. As a player? You were yeah. a player coach? Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't have tied that way, but every practice, you know, like we'd split up. He was an offensive guy, so he'd take the offense and say, Jeff, you take the defense and go down there and work for a while. And I did that the next few years, basically, and played. In uh, my senior year, we won the state championship. Right. Uh, We'd actually been a club my first year when I first got there, but we won the state my senior year. I'm in King College Hall of Fame as a soccer player. I'd never oh, seen, that's fantastic. I'd never seen a soccer game. Like I, was, I was captain the last three years. I was uh, I made all state the last couple of years and, and a, few, a few things like that. So you know, and I'd never seen a soccer game. But, and, and, and coaches in the back, I coached. It, it was a combination of, of football and basketball. We rotated. I made that we rotated like like our secondary did in football. Right. I mean that's what I knew. And that's the way that's the way we coached it. We rotated and did whatnot. And, and uh, so, not many people go to college, take up a sport that they've never, never played never, before never in seen. college, and make it to the Hall of Fame I, of that college. I've never seen a little, 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 little different. But I, 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 again, football and basketball were not always played, and, and that's what you know the college of the Division three schools. Oh, that's fantastic. Me for the, both those sports. That's fantastic. And I ended up playing soccer, and uh, again, it worked. You know, especially. What was uh, so? Coach Joyce is a, a curiosity to me. I mean, there's a lot of stories about him and how uh, how innovative he was. Yeah. I mean, how would you, you know, can you tell us a little bit about him? I mean, that's, you know, since you played for him, we don't we don't run into yeah. a lot of people Coach, that played for him. Yeah, uh, Coach, Coach Joyce was amazing. I mean, well, and again, talking about the Salem story, my, during my senior year, I guess probably my junior and senior year, obviously he was the head football coach. He was the athletic director. He was assistant principal, and he was the mayor of Salem. Are you kidding me? <laughs> wow. Yeah, all, all of that during, during my time at Angelo's. And, uh, uh, and, and Coach Joyce, you know, he was this, you know, he was this guy up here, you know, that we all, all looked, looked up to. Looked up to, yeah. And it was that gap, you know, as I think it should be between player, you know, uh, player and coach. And uh, I had to, he, had, he had some great assistants. Uh, Dale Foster. Dale had a lot to do with me getting almost every job I've gotten. And, uh, oh, that's great. Uh, and, and Wallace Thompson, who ended up coming back and coaching with me at Bird. When I got my first job, head job at Floyd, Wallace got the head job at Salem and tried to get me to come to Salem. And I, had a couple of years, said, Wallace, oh, you can find a spot, I'll come coach. And they, oh, wow. I couldn't find a spot. And then I got the head job at Bird. And the next year, 
See, Salem, up to now, I always been in County School. But the next year, they were going to go to their own city at the school system. And uh, Superintendent Bates Wilson called Wallace and said, look, Coach, you know, appreciate all you've been. Wallace is well-known. He'd been at Lewis, and then he'd been at Bird, and he'd done all this stuff. Right. And they said, appreciate what you've done. We don't know what Salem City's going to do a year from now. They might want to go a different way. What do you want to do? And uh, Wallace said, hey, can I go back over to Bird and help Jeff? And, I mean, what a blessing to me. It was getting ready for my second year. He, he came back to me, and that brought Paul Bernard back in with me, too, who'd been a friend of Wallace. But, yeah, Dale and, and Dale and Wallace both still call me regularly. Uh, we, we, we talk from, uh, from time to time. Uh, Dale called me several times to last season and, and, and has, has this summer and talked to me about the book that was written about Andrew Lewis, the, the team the Titans remember. Uh, Dale certainly had him put in that, and he called me about it things on that but they're, they're, they're both those men were big influences but they, they were part of the staff and the Andrew Lewis thing but with Coach Joyce you know you think of him as a real rough uh, hard nose yes yes a disciplinarian oh, kind of de definitely I never heard him cuss wow never heard him I, I'm just speaking me I don't know but I never heard him cuss and I, he was amazing at knowing what buttons to push on kids I mean he could rip you up one side down the other matter of fact there are times I can't um, I don't know how he thought to say what he said. He told one of the superstars, I know one time he told one of the superstars, you know, hey, uh, I could have stuck a post out there with your number painted on it and gotten as much game. Blew my mind one time, I guess my junior year, sophomore year one, we lost to Jefferson in Victory Stadium right at the end of the game on a punt return. We went locker room, he put his fist, it was a portable blackboard, he put his fist right there, knocked it over on top of the kids. Wow. And he said, take your helmets off. And again, my, I remember flashing them. My mind always going to hit everyone else. <laughs> uh, he said, take your helmets off and get your head up look at me. And he's up on a table now. We have to look up at him. I mean, he, he's obviously just, he just, our uh, veins popping out. He's furious. And he, he called out one of our stars and said, so-and-so, if you're, if you're a running back, I'm a Chinese aviator. And to this day, I can't, how did that come out of his mind? You know, you're expecting blankety blank, 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 blank. And he comes out with, if you're a running back, I'm a Chinese aviator. Want to be part of the biggest event of the year and help the American Cancer Society? Then mark your calendar for the first annual Roanoke Cattle Barons Ball at Braylock on November 16th, presented by Haley Toyota. Enjoy live and silent auctions, libations, dancing, and live country music from local talent Fuzzy Logic and Jake Dodds from Nashville. It's for a great cause and it's a barrel of fun. Join us as a sponsor or as a guest. Tickets are still available while they last. You won't want to miss this. For details, go to Roanoke Cattle Barons Ball org. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the Boys and Girls Clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. 
Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. Can't let a show go by. Can't let a show go by without Coach's theme song. I wish you all could see him in the studio, man. He's got his own dance to that. Right. All right, so let's uh, welcome back to Crunch Time. We're going to go right to the Jimmy thing uh, for this week. So, Jimmy, take it away. All right, Carl. So my Jimmy thing themed uh, to this morning is putting family first. So when you hear the word Salem, it's synonymous with football. You think of playing football. You played football there, you're going to play, or you're a fan going to watch them play. Uh, as Coach has said before, it starts early. They get them in the program, and football is in their blood. And I've even heard that if someone from Salem is cut, they blued maroon. So, the maroon. Yeah, the old maroon. <laughs> so, anyway, I want to tell you about one of those fans, Scott Carroll. So Scott played at Andrew Lewis from 1964 to 1968. He played on both sides of the ball. He was a guard and tackle. Uh, his coaches were Eddie Joyce and Dale Foster. And Scott also served our country in the Marines and said serving boot camp was a breeze after playing under Coach Joyce. Wow. So that should tell you something. <laughs> so Scott may have seemed uh, a little out of place last night. You see, he's known as Papu, which is Greek for grandfather, which is what Grayson and Ashton Carroll call him. Uh, Grayson and Ashton are two standout players and young men for the Hidden Valley Titans. So when Papu wore blue and gold last night and he sat on the Hidden Valley Titan side, it was because he was putting family first. And that is my Jimmy thing. Wow. Papu sitting on the wrong side to most of the Salem people. <laughs> That's it. But on the right side, on the right where he side. should be. That's and right. I, I do think, too, also that uh, there were some moments in there where I think Papu was ready to put his helmet on and come out there and <laughs> try to help the Titans because they needed it last night. That's awesome. Great story. Great job there, Jimmy. All right. So five things you need to know about high school football this week. We'd love to talk about our players of the week last week. Yep. Patrick Henry, quarterback, uh, Roy Gunn, 12 for 17, 250 yards and three TDs and a 54-48 win over Christiansburg. That was our Virginia Western Roanoke Crunch Player of the Week. Our Lynchburg, now this guy's unbelievable, our Lynchburg Player of the Week, Crunch Player of the Week, William Campbell, running back, mm. Jordan Young, 27 carries, 424 yards and seven TDs in a 60-26 to 26 win over Nelson County. Now, immediately you, you think, okay, did Nelson County have anybody on defense? They did. Yeah. They did. They, they, they were a decent-looking uh, defense. Uh, this young guy just ran all over him. I mean, he really uh, – so it'll be fun to watch uh, what he does uh, in the playoffs. Over on the New River Valley side, our Crunch Player of the Week was Connor Litton for Radford, the kicker, 46-yarder, a 21-yarder, and a point after – in a 13-7 win over Glenver. They needed all uh, seven of those points because uh, that was the difference in the game. But uh, congratulations to those three young men. All right, that's number five. Number four, last night, so uh, EC, at the EC Glass Heritage game, EC Glass lost 
But Drayshawn Kendrick, during the game, props to this young man, he passed his dad's mark for career passing yards during the game. So that was fun. His dad is Andre Kendrick. And uh, so, you know, they had a little uh, uh, stoppage of play, and everybody cheered uh, that he passed his dad. He also passed uh, the record holder for rushing last night. Mm. So this young man is, uh, you know, he's uh, going to be all over the uh, EC Glass uh, record books for years to come. So I, I know he'd have rather had the win. Yeah. Uh, but certainly uh, that that's uh, uh, something to be commended for. You know, just a nice job and a nice career there. Uh, Players of the Week across the state in the 804. I love to talk about these guys because we're going to see, our teams are going to see some of these kids coming up. This Travion Henderson for Hopewell. I'm telling you guys, this is a, you know, Hopewell's Division Three, so Heritage, Botetot, Northside, everybody in Division Three, Hidden Valley, whoever's going to, you know, advance in the playoffs, you're eventually going to run into Hopewell, I think. 16 carries, 187 yards, 5 TDs, 236 all-purpose yards. This guy is fast. Okay. Uh, Josiah Williams of Thomas Dale, 5 for 18, 19, or 119 yards passing, and a TD passing, 13 for 102 yards and 3 TDs rushing. Uh, Bo Kite at deep run, 11 for 17 passing, 238 yards and three TDs, uh, 10 for 40 rushing and two TDs there. Frederick Jones at Henrico, three three receptions for 107 yards, three TDs, nine tackles, punt return for a TD. So that's my pick for this week over there. Uh, Ramel Garcia, Manchester. Manchester's really uh, uh, had a good season. Eight for 13, uh, 163 yards passing and a TD. 10 for 47, uh, rushing, and two TDs. So over in the 804, keep your eye on those guys. Uh, Certainly, we're going to see some of those guys in the playoffs. Uh, Number two. So, um, again, I want to talk more about this Travion Henderson. This guy, uh, he got five more TDs the other night. He's got 36 for the year. Good day. And that's against a good Prince George team Friday night. Right. That, they beat Prince George, and Prince George is the team that beat Dinwiddie earlier. So this is not chopped liver. They, you know, he is, he is, you know, he's getting all these touchdowns and all these yards against good quality opponents. Yeah. All right, and the number one, I, I have to give it up for Dennis Carter retiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dennis Carter, the legend, uh, dairy, uh, you know, sports director from WSET 13, uh, you know, he was honored at the game. Coach talked about it earlier. Uh, they gave him a split jersey. The city schools, half of it was orange, half of it was blue. The number 13 for Channel 13. Uh, you know, he's from Danville yeah. and actually went to uh, college at Virginia Tech, started in radio. Oh, in yeah. College. We're going to get Dennis Carter on this show because, you yeah. know, he's a great guy. He, he'd be a lot of fun. Uh, he actually, I found out, was an old Kroger man. So, you know, when he was younger, he worked at Kroger, but 36 years doing uh, what he's done. And thanks so much to Dennis Carter. What a a fine gentleman. Yes. All right. So our grade eight poll. Man, there it is. The drum roll. Hey, we had some teams move around. You know, I like to uh, put this out there because I know these guys are going to argue with me, but I'm not going to give them any time today. (laughs) All right. Uh, Number eight, uh, Radford. Okay. Uh, had lost to Floyd County. They moved down to number eight. Number seven is Blacksburg. They were idled. They moved up one spot. North Cross uh, today versus Christ Church this afternoon. They're number Two six. O'clock. Yep. Two o'clock. Pulaski County, number five uh, this week, 27-10 winner over PH, and they play Salem uh, coming up. EC Glass drops to number four from number what? two. What? 
15 to 14 loss to Heritage. Coach doesn't like that at all. Salem jumped them to number three. Okay. So, <laughs> so Salem beat Hidden Valley. Now this is it, guys. This is it. So number two for me this week, Lord Botetot. Oh. 14 to seven winner what? over Northside. Botetot's still undefeated, but I have to give number one to Heritage this week. 15 to 14 winner over EC Glass in overtime. Uh, what a great job they've done. And, you know, those one and two could be interchangeable, but certainly. Uh... All right, so great show today. Appreciate uh, everybody listening in. Um, you know, uh, check us out each week. Uh, for Coach Randy, he's Jimmy, Crunch MVP. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPOY. And remember, it's all for him.